to linger here like this Hold your hand and steal a kiss or two On the front porch with you Hello and welcome to On the Front Porch with us, your regular Disney podcast. I am Tony Pascal. I'm Josh Whitehead, and uh, I'm so thankful, thankful to all of the Academy and to all of our listeners for awarding me this this very prestigious award. Thank you so much. What? Um, (laughs) Oh, this oh this um this this funniest joke ever award. Um, I'm very glad that we got the chance for me to to be nominated you know it's an honor just to be nominated in the first place and then uh, receiving it for funniest joke ever what was the joke uh, oh oh really oh yeah i don't i guess some people may may not have heard but uh in in the tarzan episode two episodes ago i made i made like the funniest <laughs> joke ever and i didn't really receive much credit for it at the time um and then here we are now and receiving this award for funniest joke ever it was um it was in the tarzan episode and i said in a tarzan voice uh Tarzan take Jane birds and then you said two birds like as in going to the birds and then I said no (laughs) a bunch of birds (laughs) um and that was that was uh according to the academy and our listeners the funniest joke ever so um I was thinking I was thinking maybe we could brand that on a t-shirt you know I feel like we this should be an interactive kind of thing so maybe we put that on a t-shirt the front says Tarzan take Jane birds and then underneath that it says in different quotes less funny quotes um two birds less funny birds okay sure a less funny quote and then the (laughs) quote on the back says no a bunch of birds and then it's like you're telling that joke right and that way yeah uh, it's like you you share when Josh wins everybody wins I wouldn't yeah yeah, exactly so like (laughs) you get to you get to be the one making that joke to your friends or even just the front says Tarzan take Jane birds and then somebody looks at that shirt and says is that supposed to say take Jane two birds no 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 and then you get to you get to respond with the the punchline So it's like a it's like a win win for everybody. You're paying me for a shirt, and also you get to make this joke. Um, I'd like friends. to put some of my jokes up for consideration. Uh, I feel uh, oh, like, uh, yeah, you know, like uh, something something Tarzan, something something Jane. Remember that that classic line that I I helped create, <laughs> Josh? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. Uh, we could we could workshop it. We could give it to the marketing team and see what they think. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me think. Um, I did make a joke at one point. I distinctly remember it. Uh, um, I guess it wasn't memorable. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> you know, let, hold on. Let, let me check. With, let, let's talk with our marketing director, Jerry. Hey, Jerry, is there any uh, is there any bones on that? Anything that we could give to Tony <laughs> in terms of marketing for jokes? No, he says you're not funny. Oh shit! Well, I mean, Jerry said it. Your yeah, imaginary Jerry... fucking friend Jerry said it. <laughs> it Jer- must well, be Jerry... fucking real. Yeah, Jerry's the head of the marketing department. Tony, he's not fake. He's not made up. Don't take this from me. So, um, welcome to our show. Uh, I, I'll be, I'll be uh, putting my trophy uh, onto, <laughs> onto my trophy shelf that's full of sports trophies. Um, yeah, from all the sports. From all the sports. I'm going to be putting it up there with that. But uh, this is our show about Disney movies. It is an adult comedy podcast, so if you're a child listening, 
then you've already you're already too late um and you're an adult now um so welcome to our show here's but, your uh, here's your driver's license uh and your tax forms yep and now you get to buy uh porn and cigarettes if you so choose yep. um but no uh know that there is porn for free on the internet that you don't have to pay for um so you know just something to think about as you're you're <laughs> becoming an adult um <laughs> what is this show about does it matter Life advice right now i don't know <laughs> <laughs> we're watching um, toy story we're watching toy story you know it's great when everything works out on the first try um, yeah where you like this is gonna be you were like something really funny and, and everybody's like man that was like probably our best episode yet yeah i love that when we do that with episodes and this is gonna be one of those times where it's definitely just the first time that we've done that this we, episode. Yeah, we we did not record a whole other episode that got lost because your audio was bad no um certainly not <laughs> no so anyway we're watching toy story it's a good one uh we are doing like a three-part series which is gonna be cool it's gonna be toy story one toy story two and toy story three tony you want to tell them sort of how we're looking at things and separating our discussion yeah so the plan is to like we're watching toy story and we're not going to talk about toy story 2 or toy story 3 like we are going to read them like a book series so we're pretending like we're coming into this one we're going to only talk about toy story 1 in this one in the next one right. we might talk about like the two of them together and the next one we might we'll talk about the whole series right yeah and we can we can refer back to toy story 1 when we're talking about toy story 2 but we can't include stuff about two, toy story 3 Yes, no spoilers, because right. obviously our listeners have only watched whatever movies that we have watched and put on the podcast. Right. Um, that is, seems right to me. <laughs> uh, so, uh, yeah, we're watching Toy Story, made in 1995. Um, a lot of really great actors in it. Um, you know, you've got Robin, or not Robin Williams, um, you've got uh, Tim Allen, and you've got Tom Hanks. And you've got John Ratzenberger is in this one. Randy um, Newman. directed. Randy Newman did the music. Um, Joss Whedon had a hand in writing it. That's really cool. Um, and then it was directed by John Lasseter. So it was right there in the, the peak of his time. Um, there's a lot of really cool stuff about this movie. I would say this movie... I, I don't know if this one qualifies as the start of the Disney Renaissance. No, it would be before this, right? Like 89 with Little Mermaid? Yeah. Little Mermaid. Okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's definitely in the Disney Renaissance, which yes. is... Um, I, I think that for, for many people of our generation, this is, like, a, a very nostalgic movie. And I think it intends to be that way, for like, for very specific reasons, right? It's about toys. And we remember our childhood as toys, and also this movie as toys. So I think it's intended to be pretty nostalgic um, in that way. Does that make sense? Yeah, and this movie is also, like... Like, this movie also was groundbreaking. It was, like, the first totally digital, like, animated movie. Um, so uh, this is Pixar's first full feature film. Like, it was it was a big deal when it came out uh, that, like, that we were able to use computers to do this. Like, it was um, easily at the time, like, probably the best, like, uh, like art style that was able to do so much detail work uh, and, like, chase scenes and things like that that just weren't possible in the past and then like we're yeah. used for everything now like not pixar used to be the only ones to do this and now everybody basically does this yeah 
so like groundbreaking stuff and also our first real relationship like with pixar um or the the start of our relationship with pixar um which is pretty cool i i mean obviously we've gotten some pretty great stuff out of pixar so the fact that this is this is the start of that is really exciting hell yeah so we're gonna ask you to pause and go watch Toy Story. I know that might not be um, that might not be something that um, all, everybody is going to do, but I recommend it because Toy Story is a really good movie. So this is this is you time. This is your chance to shine. Take a break. Go make some popcorn. Watch some Toy Story. There's a lot of puns. There's a lot of puns. You can't say that after I already told them to pause, Tony. Oh shit. Oh yeah. I'm just talking to myself. They're all gone, aren't they? They're all gone. You can't say stuff <laughs> after we paused. Well, you said pause, and then you like you started talking about popcorn and shit. <sighs> so I just felt like okay. I was allowed. I don't all know. All right, Yaz's log back again here to talk about one of the best movies that Disney's ever produced, Dinosaur. Yes, dinosaurs. Wait, hold on. Uh, sorry, someone's walked into the the log. Uh, yeah, what is it? It's really unprofessional. Uh, what? They're not doing. Dinosaurs weeks ago. Old news. Oh, oh well, that's that that that's okay. I don't want to talk about one of my favorite movies anyway. Oh, Toy Story. That's another one of my favorite movies. I can work with Toy Story. All right, get out. Toy Story. Toy Story isn't often thought of as a Halloween movie, but because we're doing it in the month of October, it obviously is. And let me explain to you why. Here. Just let me read you this synopsis, and I think you'll agree with me. When teenager Andy buys a set of Commando Elite action figures, he's unaware that they've been programmed with dangerous military technology. The toys, including their leader, Woody, Tommy Lee Jones, spring to life and start taking their directive seriously, beginning by killing their enemies, the Gorgonites. But Archer and the Gorgonites won't go down without a fight. Alan gets caught in the middle of a war, as does his neighbor, Kirsten Dunst. Right? Sounds terrifying. Toys spring to life, killing everything? Ugh, and that's just the beginning of it. Let me expound more. Oh, oh sorry. Hold on. I'm being interrupted again. Yeah, what's that? Betty, seriously, you can't keep coming in here. That's not Toy Story. That's a, a different movie. I've gotten them all mixed up. Well, <laughs> this is an embarrassing turn of events. Um, you know what, uh, Betty? Just uh, get my secretary in here, and we'll uh, we're working on a new script um, for for the actual Toy Story. Yowza's log. Um, what? Yes, yes. These things do have scripts. Betty, shut up. Get out. Um, you know what? We don't need Betty or the secretary uh, or a script. So I'm just going to talk about Toy Story. Toy Story, there's this one really good joke in it. Um, Dinoco. <laughs> right? And uh, yeah, so Toy Story is great. And um, I, I hope you enjoyed this log. Bye. <laughs> no. All right. Unpause. You're back. Tony said a bunch of dumb stuff. <laughs> you hockey puck. <laughs>
is going to be fun. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I hope you enjoyed the movie. You definitely stopped and watched it. Um, Sam, Tyler, calling you out. Dude, I don't think... Okay, let's. <laughs> you can call Sam Tyler out, but I, I don't imagine he's alone. Um, in any case, we start with this is a stick up. And Why would he be alone? He's got his wife and child. I, I meant like he's not alone in watching, not watching the movies. I think that, like lots of people are like, oh, I remember vaguely what Toy Story is about, and then I uh, oh, okay. listen to folks. Oh, that's fine. Okay, okay, yeah. I was like, he's not alone, probably. I meant I'm not alone in, in that in that thing. That, okay, yeah. I see. All right, cool. So the stick up. Yeah, we start with like uh, like classic play time. And we find out that Woody's the good guy. He says, reach for the sky. There's a snake in my boot. Uh, and I immediately thought, kids these days don't really play like that. They don't, no. They don't really, they like, uh, they play with their, their, their tablet toys and, their, um, and their, their phone games and their, what have you, video games. So, so, so here's the thing. And we talked about this um, before when we tried to make this episode before. But... I guess my, my question is, in in that regard, does it count for, for like, kids today if, if it's, like, qualifying toys as being alive, things that you play with as being alive, where, where does the line get drawn, right? Like, I could play with a candlestick because I don't have money to get toys. Mm. So, like, does that make the candlestick alive because, to me, it's a toy? Or is it, like, a company that makes living toys? Or Ooh, is it, like... Or is it like video games also are alive now? Is it my imagination that is like imbuing the power of speech to these uh, these things? Or right? Is it the company or, that created them that's like giving them the power of speech? Yeah. In uh, which case, there's a lot of a lot of Woodies out there that are all the exact same person, uh, and and change based on the events that happen after they're in their boxes. Huh. Maybe. And also, when does when does life begin, you know? I think, I actually like the idea that it's, like, imagination that is creating, uh, that is creating the, like, the, the power of speech and thought and stuff. So, like, well, so like, like leftover imagination magic in the toys that are played with. So, like, yeah, if you play with a candlestick, it'll turn into a candlestick man whenever you walk away, because your leftover imagination uh, is, like, left with that, that candlestick. Interesting. But... But with video games and stuff, like the imagination is different, right? You're not imagining so, the so phone little is, is left talking. to the imagination. Yeah. yeah, the phone is not talking and like moving around, so like that phone wouldn't talk and move around. Maybe the characters in the video game would like hang out and talk, sort of like in a Wreck It Ralph style. But yeah, not, but not like, and maybe that's why Wreck It Ralph is able to talk. Oh snap! Just pulled it oh. all together. Oh, yeah, and actually, now that I think about it, this store, or the store in, in Wreck-It Ralph, looks a lot like the same kind of, like, animation as the world in Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Maybe maybe it's all together. Maybe it's all one world. Imagination is what causes things to move and be sentient, because of the leftover magic imagination. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right, we solved it. Goodbye, solved everybody. It. Fuck yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs>
I'm sorry. So there was a stick up or something. Yeah. Well. Anyway, kids don't play like that anymore. Uh, that's why I was going. I was being curmudgeonly. Kids these days don't play with their imaginations. <laughs> with their damn video games and blackberries. That's why I got me a dumb phone. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not. That's not a joke. You actually do have a dinosaur. I do, like. Yes. It wasn't a joke. I was. The joke was that I was talking like an old man. There's nothing funny about. So. Having a, so here's the other. Not. Here's the other. Oh, I'm talking big picture right now. Sure. Uh So here's the other thing, right? Like we look at Rex. Yeah. Yeah. And and when when Woody and Buzz Lightyear are introduced to the story, they firmly believe, probably at least Woody probably believed he was actually a cowboy, right? And Buzz believed he was actually a spaceman. Does that mean that when when Rex was born out of the factory, he actually believed he was a real dinosaur and was, like, killing other toys, and then eventually, over time, had to learn how to speak English and not kill things? I actually don't think that is true. I think that Buzz is the first toy that they've met that don't, that didn't know that... Yeah, toy. but it seemed it seemed like they had a process for welcoming new things, new toys, right? Like they have to introduce them, hey, you should know this isn't really space. You're you're not really a spaceman. This is a child's <laughs> plaything. I'm sorry. So like <laughs> you think that this, this is, is the welcome wagon. You think this is a welcome wagon and that, that Woody is just fucking terrible at being nice to people? <laughs> Yeah. That, well, like, so it's been a while since they've gotten new toys in the in the the rotation is the thing. Oh shit! I actually so I I don't think that because like they're like where are you from and he's like I'm from blah 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 and they're like oh well I'm from Mattel I'm from Play School like I don't know they seem to be like I think Buzz is an, is like an aberration here I think Buzz so is weird. so so maybe Buzz is like is made by a company that's new to the living uh living toy game and they don't they're still figuring out the kinks like all of these other toys toy makers have been been doing it for generations you know we, we figured out how to make sentient toys and and they understand their purpose and then this company comes along and makes one and doesn't realize that you have to do that or wait hear me out this is good this is good this is good okay i'm, or, I'm here i'm here for it or andy knows that everyone else is a toy but he doesn't know that buzz is a toy and so his imagination is creating buzz to be a real space man he's, yeah he, he is he's a firm believer he's a firm believer he saw the tv show he saw buzz go crazy on that tv show and kill zerg so he's a yep. firm believer that that buzz is real okay yeah <laughs> i'm in it i like that theory that's good um, man, okay, so do you want to talk about a story? <laughs> no. Consider, continue talking about conspiracy theories? Yeah, I would rather do that. Let's. What is this? I don't even know what the movie's about. Okay. Can, can I tell you something, Tony? I told you this before, but I want to make sure that everybody else is aware. Sure. I don't have any notes. Like, <laughs> we we were making a joke before that we, we had already done this once. We did. It was like a month and a half ago, <laughs> and I can't find my notes, so it's gone. I'm just gonna be here making funny jokes, um, as the the academy wills me to do. Sure, um, I'm being super responsible. I watched it again and took different. I notes. didn't. I didn't. I didn't. <laughs> it's okay. It frees up your brain space to be funnier. You know. Yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna be 
you know, quick fire, joke, joke, joke. That's the plan. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> okay, well, we get the You Got a Friend in Me, Randy Newman song. Uh, popular, very cool. They're playing together. It's very cute. Um, and then we find out that the birthday party is today and that they're going to oh, move. No. And that toys talk. Oh, wait, that's not a surprise. You guys already know because we talked about that. Um, we already mentioned that. We spoiled it. So the birthday party being today is like a big deal because like if more if another dinosaur comes in, then it'll cut in on your playtime. And like they really care about how much playtime they get uh, as toys because that's like sort of part of their purpose, right? It's like their job, right? They have to they they want to they want to play for whatever reason. They want to be like used and lifted and, and made to say things that they wouldn't actually say. I, I don't know. I think they're like given this job by Satan. They're like when they're created their master looks at them and says like listen you're gonna get lifted around and arms tore off and stuff like that but it is your obligation to make sure that that child is happy or (laughs) so one theory that doesn't involve satan although i love your satan theory right maybe the more if you don't get played with you're like the imagination magic wears off and you just turn into a regular toy. Ooh. So you're like, you Ooh, have so to get played with a certain amount. Like, it's like what feeds you, like literal food to you. Yeah. You have, you, you, you feed off of this child's happiness. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so the Satan idea works well. So. Yeah. <laughs> feed me. Feed me, Andy. <laughs> um, we meet a lot of the characters here. Potato Head is super sarcastic and kind of like rough. He says, "Yeah." He says, "Your hockey. What you looking at? Your hockey puck." <laughs> <laughs> um, Rex is super like uh, he's like trying to be scary and he's very anxious about making sure that he's scary enough. Um, he's not very sure of himself. Yeah, uh, which is why I I believe like he was probably used to be a regular old dinosaur. And then he got taught English, and now he's, like, having an identity crisis. <laughs> he's like, I don't know who I am. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like, I used to just eat things, whatever I wanted. And now I'm an attack dog. Yeah, um, good stuff. Bo Peep is uh, very sure of her sexuality. Uh, mm-hmm. And uh, forthright, she says... What do you say I get someone else to watch the sheep tonight? Um, so I assume that uh, they're a couple uh, and that they are having I mean, regular toy sex. Yeah, I mean, they got to, right? Like, the way she's she's lining it up, she's putting it pretty pretty far out there, saying, hey, are we, we fucking? Um, and then that weird three-headed mutant sheep, uh, <laughs> <laughs> like, baas at them. I think it's interesting that some some toys just like bah, while like other toys a shark does the howdy 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 oh yeah you're, like, that's a really good point huh I don't know but this weird it, it, the point is that it's a mutant sheep yeah it's a really weird looking three headed sheep also how do why, why, what's what's Bo Peep's biggest concern taking care of this one three headed animal like it, your your job isn't that hard, you know. 
take the sheep with you when you go to fuck Woody, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I think, like, the implication, right, is that the sheep is, like, her child and will, like, know some shit (laughs) if if, if the sheep is there. Well, it's not like there there are, like, curtains to draw in this room. Oh, fair. Uh, you can just go under the bed, right? You go, you go under the bed, or you... Uh... You know, you know that Potato Head is down there. Or, like, I, you know, they, they make it so that Slinky ter- is, like, a nice guy, but I bet he's down there. I bet he's being a creep. Oh, you think, like, while they're down there. Oh, oh, no. Yeah. yeah. It's public news. Oh, yeah, shit. Uh, yeah, they might have to be more sneaky than that. You're right. Yeah. Um... Um, okay, well. Um, joke, joke, joke. <laughs> Woody, Woody's in charge. Uh, I mean, his name is Woody. We haven't made any penis jokes yet. Josh yeah, made we're a not penis gonna. joke. Oh, okay. No, we're not. We're, we're, that's that's low-hanging fruit. I'm good. I, I had my fill of fruit this morning. I ate a banana for breakfast. Yeah. I'm glad joke we replaced that joke, joke with joke. a banana joke. <laughs> <It's> great. <laughs> no, no, it's honey. Low-hanging fruit. Okay. What's important is that we <laughs> are here for Andy when he needs us. That is Woody's exact words, and he is a hypocrite because he's not very good at that part. Um, All right, I'm jumping in again. Here we go. Okay. What's the deal with their system of laws? Because it seems to me... That everybody just sort of agrees that Woody gets to be the boss, right? Uh, Woody is like the mayor of this group. I mean, it is still like a, a raise your hand if you think this kind of group and will take the majority. But there are times that he seems to make the decision. He makes the call. Mm-hmm. And everybody just sort of accepts it. Is that because he's the oldest? I think like, it's is, because is, he's is, like the literal sheriff, right? Like, sure, maybe, but like, does anybody else have any like any sort of like claim to power? Uh, the pig? I don't. <laughs> I don't know, man. Like, I I guess, but you were made that way, right? Like, that doesn't really seem fair. It, it should, I think, or, or maybe it's like a popularity thing. Whoever is the most popular, like you said, if it's based on imagination magic, whoever's got the most imagination magic mm. is the most powerful. In terms of mayors, ooh yeah, I have so because, much imagination magic in me. Yeah, as soon as as soon as Buzz becomes the favorite, Woody starts taking a back seat, and Buzz is the leader because he's got the most imagination. I like it. I like this theory. This is good. Yeah. Yes, I like this theory. It has to do with magic and not just social hierarchy and yeah. and and awkwardness. This is I, good. I like that a lot. Yeah, let's go with that. I like well, that. I like that we are equating being not awkward in social structures uh, as magic. Magic <laughs> that tells you something about us, <laughs> about the two of us. <laughs> what is this? This charisma? is not a joke. <laughs> this is not a joke. I was at a bagel shop yesterday, okay. and I <laughs> I went in. A guy uh, literally pushed me out of the way to get in front of me in line. And I just took it. I just stood behind. I, okay, I guess so. Should I get behind all of these other guys too? Because that seems to be my place in line. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> I'm not in any rush to get my bagel and coffee. I just need to. 
he literally pushed you like <laughs> he pushed me out of the way to get in front of me <laughs> like i was like, just like a, a fucking like standing cone <laughs> or something did he get like full extension of the arms like was he like <laughs> <laughs> yeah just like move but he didn't say that it was just like push what the actual fuck yeah and it wasn't like it wasn't like he looked at me pushed me <laughs> looked at me again to to give me the note like hey fuck you i'm taking your spot it was like him him walking through me like a ghost <laughs> He, he was so he was so nasty that he just he, oh no he just did not yeah. even see you that's how that's so <laughs> terrible so so that tells you if that doesn't tell you where we're coming from <laughs> in terms of in terms of taking it uh, okay well if you had some imagination magic you you could take him man <laughs> yeah I would be the boss <laughs> excuse me I'm a toy sheriff. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> um you want you want to talk about toys uh no <laughs> i want to talk about this coffee shop bagel shop well fuck you you hockey puck <laughs> uh yeah something about toys go ahead um okay we get a cool recon mission the army guys are gonna go and figure out what all the presents are from all the children Every single child brought like a big gift. Was that a thing when we were kids? Did kids bring no. gifts? To I didn't have any birthday parties. I had one birthday party and one person came. Um, That's besides you. not true, is it? Yeah, Josh O'Neill. Uh, that was one party huh. that we had. Uh, that I that I uh, that was my birthday. Um, and then you had a couple that a lot of people came because you had friends and stuff. No, they were all enemies. I just invited them to show my prowess. <laughs> I have aged. Watch up me. <laughs> what, what have you done recently? <laughs> um, okay, well, let's... Uh, they... Joke after joke after joke. <laughs> the presents are all pretty shitty. They're like lunchbox and blankets and... Etc. And then mom's present comes out, and it's like we there's like suspense. We don't know what it is, and it's Buzz Lightyear and Red Alert. No, everybody, Andy's home. He had to know what it was. Oh, he sure. had to know what it was. He, it was wrapped in Buzz Lightning wrapping paper. He had to know what it was. He definitely knew what it was, but the like the toys didn't know what it was. Oh, sure. But that's why everybody was so excited. They were like, "Oh shit! Oh shit! What is it? What is it? What is it? What is it?" Um. Can we get okay? So like anyway, the, they get up there, they throw Buzz on the on the pillow. Buzz is here. All the kids run out to get cake and ice cream. There's like ten boys in the room uh, for like ten seconds, and they all leave. Uh, and yep. then Buzz's first moments, he like sees Woody and starts shooting him. And then mm -hmm. he like later on the like other toys show up on the bed. He starts just shooting them. Pew 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 pew. He's like super like crazy with this gun. Like he is like. He does yeah. not, he is super like, uh, and then he immediately says, I come in peace. He's shooting people yeah. and then saying, I come in peace. He is the worst he's, fucking spaceman. Yeah, uh, he's not very good at this whole first contact thing. Yeah. He, <laughs> he is definitely breaking um, uh, the prime, of, <laughs> the prime <yeah>. directive. <laughs> a lot of like uh, first contact rules. You don't just like fucking shoot 
the the inferior species. You like <laughs> a guy is standing there, a, a lawmaker is there trying to shake your hand. Nope, gonna kill that guy. Welcome to Pow. Uh. <laughs> is this where Zerg is? <laughs> the fuck is Zerg? <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I can't answer. I'm dead. <laughs> um, we get a good line while everybody's meeting Buzz about laser envy. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely my favorite joke of the of the movie. Yeah, probably a Joss joke. I wrote down. I remember writing down that was probably a Joss joke. Um, Buzz is fucking delirious, uh, and Woody is super jealous and it sets up this like really funny thing where Woody keeps calling him like um Mr. Lightbeer, Mr. Light Snack. <laughs> Mr. Lightbeer. Yep. I like that one. That, that one's funny. My favorite. Uh uh he flies around the room. That could have gone really bad. He definitely yeah. could have like smashed into something or flew not, float out the window or anything. Like he just got lucky as fuck. Uh Yeah, I I think that the trick to flying is luck. Yeah. Um, in most scenarios. I mean, like, you would know, right? You've been able to fly before. Or did he do a scan of the room, see that there was a thing hanging from the ceiling that he could latch onto, um, and, like, notice this Hot Wheels set on the ground? Like, maybe he did a scan of the room to see all of these things that he could land on. You, you know? think he's, like, a, like, a supercomputer-like mind, basically. Yeah, I was thinking, like... He's like he's like the rain man of toys, right? He he walks into a room, he sees all of the things that he can use. Uh that that's his that's his union um union university training or whatever. He's, he's like, like also like super extremely physically fit and able to do like all of those things. So he's like right. the like he's like a superhero. He, yeah. He's straight out of the academy. We know that. He's straight yeah. out of the academy. So. Well, and that's why he's able to so quickly take over uh uh, Woody's territory. He's like, there's some strange things montage. Strange things yeah. are happening to me. A guy came in and fell on my bed. Uh, strange things. Ready and suddenly the seasons change, and the 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 bed sheets change, and all of the pages on the walls change, <laughs> and Woody starts to get shriveled and old and. <laughs> Uh, and Buzz is stealing all of his imagination power and becoming larger. <laughs> He's becoming bigger. His face, uh, uh, wood, woodier, and he gets brown hair. <laughs> <laughs> Suddenly, he's got a cowboy hat. He's become Woody Buzz. <laughs> I'm the sheriff now. Um, <laughs> it's actually really weird that they like went through the trouble. They're moving in a week that they went through the trouble of like putting new stuff up in this room. Yeah. Like, that's a weird, like, choice yeah. on the mom's standpoint. I Yeah, I don't know how long this took. It seemed like it was, like, months. It uh, To me, it seemed like months, like we were seeing the cha seasons change. But she did say we're moving in a week. Yeah, so there's some, like, weird stuff going on there. Uh, anyway, we, we get a first glimpse. Well, okay. Woody and uh, Buzz have a small fight. Uh, and... Woody opens up his spaceman mask and Buzz acts super dramatic. Chokes. Yeah, it's yeah. it's funny. Uh, that's a good scene. And then uh, we we see Sid for the first time. That's what breaks up the fight. Basically, is Sid like laughing maniacally? Ha 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 ha. 
this kid that will for sure be a serial killer. No, that happy um, child. No, yes, that happy child. He's, he's going to be very happy when he's ripping people's limbs off and eating them. Okay, I actually wouldn't make a case for Sid. Okay, I'm listening. I'm ready to make a case for Sid. I think that Sid is a very imaginative child. Sure. He creates whole storylines uh, for his 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 playthings, just like every just like uh, Andy does. Right. Uh, he's also very artistic. He like is good with his hands and is like reattaching and taking apart things uh, in ways that are super artistic. And like uh, I have like gone to like kitschy shops and stuff where people like actually buy stuff like that where like like baby ba- baby doll heads on on a platter or something that that's like an art a piece of art yeah exactly like that's that is very artistic i think that i think that what I could see we that. are seeing is sid is like actually just like a developing artist like a pablo picasso but younger that also likes blowing shit up yeah he's uh he, what he's doing is he's taking the visceral act of blowing up that poor gi joe <laughs> Right. And he's like, uh, he's making a statement about uh, war and tragedy. Uh, yeah. And the fact that he's laughing while doing it and throwing a cinder block at him um, is a is obviously a, um, a statement about uh, uh, how society looks towards uh, war and tragedy. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. His dad, his dad was a Gulf War veteran. And now he's oh, back. Shit. He's like. He, well, we did see his dad in that room at one point, yeah. like drunk and watching TV. So maybe his dad actually was like a veteran, uh, and he's like got PTSD now, and he's mad at his dad, and that's why he takes it out on army men. Well, it, he could. He uh, all of this could be true. Uh, in any all of case. this could be true. All of this is canon. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> What's certainly happening because we said is so. that like. He, no, Disney gave us the ability to say what's canon and what isn't canon, Tony. Oh shit, really? Yeah, we we got that from from Disney. We got the word uh yesterday from my boy, uh my my guy, uh Jim Disney. Jim um, Jim Disney. <laughs> Jim Disney, my friend, my colleague, Jim Disney. Do you called me and said, "Hey man, I so the guy you, in charge of Disney is now. Bob Igor." No. He may be in charge, but the, the the leading stakeholder is Jim Disney, Walt Disney's great nephew. Oh, really? Um, yep. This and sounds said, like a lie. No, he said to me, Josh, you're my dearest friend. Um, you write the stories now. <laughs> you get to say what's real and what isn't real in the Disney universe. And yeah, I said, Josh, thank you very much, Jim Disney. This Will sounds you false. Go to this, lunch with me. This sounds like a lie. It's not. It's not a lie. Are you sure? It might be a joke. <laughs> <laughs> so, canon. You canon. were saying something before I interrupted you with my very funny joke. No, it was good. Uh, Sid was a, is a happy child um, who's definitely maybe sort of sociopathic. What is weird about him is that he... Um, in playing in these very imaginative and fun and really interesting games, he always casts himself as the villain. Like, like he gets to decide. He gets to decide who, who, who he is who in the story. And, who dies. and he's yeah. always the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> but the thing is, yeah, he's like, he's putting on a show 
For who, though? I don't know who he's putting on a show for. He's, like, in his backyard with his dog, blowing up some army men. He's like, time for you to die, army man! Well, Fuck you, army man! So, and like, ha 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 ha! The putting on and, a show part is not that weird, right? Andy literally was doing that at the beginning of the movie with the, like, thing. But in, in Andy's world, Andy's the good guy. <laughs> like, Sid <laughs> casts himself as the bad guy in his own, like, playtime. <laughs> He, yeah. like, has created himself as a supervillain. I really think Sid's character is wildly interesting. I hope we see more of him <laughs> in, in uh, the second and third movies. But I don't know. I haven't seen them. What second and third movies? Okay. Um, Woody tries to trap Buzz behind, a, a, a like, a cabinet or whatever, and it turns really bad. Um, and murders like, him. Basically, tons of things are going wrong. And... Uh, and because of that, Buzz actually gets thrown out the window. Yep. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> yeah. And outside is like a toy's worst nightmare, right? Like, there's rain out there. There's animals out there. Who knows what could happen to you? Well, yeah. Plus, falling from a two-story building probably yeah. isn't great. Probably it's what, what loosened that, that arm in the first place for him to yeah. actually break it the second time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then the, the other toys no are going to like, there. vigilante justice. They're going to like they're going <laughs> to basically kill Woody uh, yeah. like immediately. Yeah, like, it's a witch hunt. Yeah, yeah they're not they're we... not very quick to like ask him like, hey, what happened? They're like, kill him. Well, to be fair, the answer to what happened is I was trying to knock him down there, but I accidentally knocked him out there. <laughs> <laughs> I accidentally knocked him out the window, but I guess the result is the same. <laughs> He took it too far. <laughs> uh, yeah, so they they like are talking about stringing him up. They like they're this is like a really awful joke or like awful thing that they do in this movie. But the the etch a sketch like makes a noose on its on itself, and it's like whoa. Yeah, this seems like the gallows thing. Yeah, uh, yeah, that's a pretty dark like moment, right? Like yeah, this for like and this, also like does not seem especially effective. On a toy. <laughs> Fair. Uh, I imagine. Yeah, it's like it's a weird thing though. Like it's like this like mob, like this dark like mob, uh, yeah. murder sort of like scene that's about to happen here that like gets uh, interrupted just in time. Um, also, can we talk for a second? I know we're, we're past this point, but like everybody, it seems like every like position that Woody held in this community is being taken over by Buzz in that time in between, right? Yeah. including his relationship with Bo Peep. Like, Bo Peep is like, oh, he's so muscular While when he first arrives. And it's like, uh, uh, when when they're talking about being moving buddies, she's like, oh, I'll be with Buzz. And it's like, I I don't understand what's going on. If you had a relationship with Woody, why why are you doing, why are you being this way? Well, they could have had uh, an open relationship. Yeah, I mean, I guess, right? Like, maybe, but we it know. seems to, it seems to make Woody uncomfortable. And that's not really how open relationships work. That's true. Um, so, I don't know. I think it seems, uh, like, weird that she's so flip-floppy. Yeah, no, I was, like, I was trying to make it better. It's really bad. It's also, she's, yeah. like, the only female character in this movie that's not, like, the two moms. Sid's mom and yeah. Andy's mom. And Sid's mom we never see. She just sort of, like, is aloof. 
Andy's mom we see a couple times and she's like on top of her shit or whatever but like she like she's not important to the story uh Sid's sister is is the kind it's not really a strong character Sid's sister is basically I'm gonna take the the abuse the verbal abuse that I get and Andy's sister is a baby yeah, yeah. so that leaves us with Bo Peep who has speaking lines and also uh becomes physically attracted to whichever person has the most power. Yeah. So, uh, not great for uh, women characters, and yeah. definitely doesn't pass the bestial test. And, uh, yeah, good thing that we uh, we can bring it up, because um, uh, hopefully it will get better. Uh, but this one did yeah. not do good on those fronts. Yep. No problem. I, I mean, maybe if there's a sequel. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Um, jo- Buzz jumps on the car. Uh, they go to Dinoco, which is a great joke. It's the same joke yeah. as Shell, and everybody doesn't know how funny Shell is. Shell is a funny joke. You want to explain? Uh, well, it's the the gas is made from shells. They take the. Ga- I get it. They take the gas that used to be shells a couple million years ago, and then they sell it to you at a gas station that's called Shell. And what's funny is. We're putting living organisms in what well dead living organisms into our cars. Get it? I I get it. It's really good. It's a joke. It's a joke. Joke after joke after joke. <laughs> joke after joke after joke. Jokes for days. Um Buzz gets revenge and knocks Woody out of the car. Woody's on the ground. They have a fist fight. It's like uh bloody and visceral and like there's like gut punches and there's like like viscera flying all over the place and there's like blood coming out of their mouths and uh yeah. it's really gross uh, great action scene yeah like that time where buzz does that flying kick thing like that's wild um, yeah uh and then buzz uh who uh is is, fine, is in his backyard and he's looking over the fence and his uh his neighbor who's you only see the top half of his face He's like, what's the what's the big deal, Buzz? And Buzz says, Whoa? And then you, they do the, the outro music. The dun, 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 Nice. Thank you. Nice. Well done. <laughs> um, we, Tool time. But I... <laughs> <laughs> joke after joke after joke. joke. Man, just keep them coming. You talk about plot, I'll throw those jokes in there. No those problem. Those good tool time jokes. Those, <laughs> those good top, tool, time top, jokes. tool time jokes. <laughs> yeah, no problem. Oh, shit. Okay. Um, <laughs> uh, they, they have, like, a, a, a verbal fight, too. That Like, where Woody's like, you took away everything important to me. And this is, like, a real moment. And Buzz is like... You took away everything important to the fucking universe. Right now, Zerg is going to blow up the whole planet with his Death Star, and I'm the only one who knows how to blow it up with the Rebel plans. Uh, and I can, I need to get them to the uh, Rebel base so that we can blow up Zerg's Empire Strikes Back style. Yeah. It's really good. That's a joke. That is that is actually what he says though. Basically, he is like pulling it straight out of uh, Star Wars. Buzz is yeah. really, really in deep. Like he doesn't know anything. Uh, no, and it, you would think after whatever amount of time, maybe three days, uh, for all we know. Yeah. But after those three days of hanging out with everybody and getting Woody's life and his energy, 
you would think that he would understand like oh i'm i'm really tiny compared to these giant creatures that are playing with me yeah the like giant monster aliens who put his name on my shoe yeah weird <laughs> whatever anyway uh, so they go to pizza planet fucking it's great cool as shit i want to go to pizza planet like pizza planet looks like a thousand times cooler than Chuck E. Cheese's, right? Like, Chuck E. Cheese's yeah. is, like, is, like, pales in comparison to Pizza Planet. Yeah. Like, this place I think looks if, fucking If I cool. had a chance to go to, to Pizza Planet when I was a, a youth, or even now, I think I would probably just, like, live there. Seems like the coolest fucking place ever. Soda comes out of the aliens' mouths. Dude. I know, what's that about? That's so cool. Yeah. Drink some alien spit. Um, we go into the cult alien machine. Which is great. These guys are like super religious zealots. They're yeah. like in there. Uh, they're like, they built this religion based on this thing that comes from this guy, which makes sense. They're just packed in there and, and they, you know, whenever the claw chooses, that's the, the will of the claw. I and know then, it's a better place, which probably is mostly true for most uh, most of the toys, right? Well, they go. Right. To, they so, do go to a better place because they're not packed in with a thousand other toys. They get to like go right. and be played with for twenty minutes or whatever. Yeah, and that makes sense. Uh, but they're going off of this belief system, and then this one that gets picked up by Sid. The moment he gets home, he's like, uh, that, to, "We're we're entering the house of the Creator or whatever the the house of the gods." And he arrives, gets pulled out. Uh, oh boy, brothers! I can't wait to to see the the light of God. And then he gets pulled out of the bag, given to the dog, and immediately destroyed. Like this is this is not what we thought. We were wrong. <laughs> this is this is awful. God, this is hell. God, God is is a frightful <laughs> being with teeth, with sharp teeth. <laughs> we were lied to. We were lied to. <laughs> This is a very dark and existential moment for that guy. <laughs> yeah, and and even even when they're like being pulled out and like Buzz is going and Woody is like holding on, they're like, "You have to let go." That he was chosen, um, and Sid gets two for one. In this, he gets a Buzz Lightyear and a Woody, which doesn't really make sense. Why are they in there? But he just takes them. He's like, "Oh, good. I I love coming to Pizza Planet." So that I can um, collect toys for murder. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> yeah, it's not like he's going to the to the pizza planet to play some DDR. He's not there doing that. He's not playing like well, he Pac-Man. Was, he was he was like uh, standing on top of the fucking uh, like whack-a-mole whack-a-mole game. He unsupervised, mind you. He's just there because he needs to get his weekly quota of new toys to fuck with. <laughs> you know, and what I'm really trying to tell you is that Sid is not a bad person. Um, uh, yeah, well, he's like he hates that whack-a-mole. <laughs> he, um, he's when he's standing on top of the whack-a-mole machine. What he's really saying. Uh, that's like actually an artistic piece. It's a performative uh-huh. art where he's like trying to let everybody know that. Um, uh, that um, sometimes no, in please. life you have lots of problems um, and you try to get in control by standing on top of the machine yep. and trying to gain leverage, but it's still, life comes at you too fast. Yep. Aggression is always the answer. Well, it's performative art, so 
No? So yeah, it is, yeah, so no it is really like a masterpiece. Yeah, yeah. Everything he does, he thinks about these things beforehand and says, you know, how will the people at Pizza Planet watching me unsupervised really feel when I'm on top of the black a mole <laughs> What's going through their heads is what I'm thinking. I'm gonna commit to this. This (laughs) I'm gonna go to I'm gonna go to Pizza Planet and I'm gonna change somebody's life. Like what's really important what's really important here is that like he he like he commits to his character even when other people aren't around. Like he's fully committed to this character. Like he has built um this persona around himself of a villain. Yeah. Of a villain. And he like and he keeps it up even when he's at home so that we can really stay in that character. Like, it's really, really impressive <laughs> when you think about he's, it. He's at Pizza Planet. A little kid is watching him do this on, on uh, he, he, he jumps off, gives him the mean scowl, and then winks. <laughs> you, <laughs> you get it. <laughs> oh, man. Sid is like the best character in the <laughs> I like this 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 version of him that we've created. Very hyper aware of what he's doing. Yeah, no, he's very self aware. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh my god. <laughs> no, he he's yeah. That that's canon. We talked to my boy Jim. Jim Disney. Jim Disney. That's canon. Oh shit. Anyway, um, he goes. They go home with Sid. Uh, it's a nightmare escape. Um. And uh, and then they meet all of these atrocities, these artistic atrocities of toys, um, and they are pretty racist against them. Yeah. Um, uh, so there's a you lot look co- different than me. There's a lot going on, right? Like, so they yeah they hate they hate them because they like right off the bat they look different. Um, yeah, and, and some of them that... are disabled. Like they're disabled toys. Yeah. Um, they, uh, yeah, and so they're pretty terrible there. They also, they also don't talk, right? So Sid has Which is weird. theoretically yeah. took in, taken out all of their voice boxes of the ones who have them. But, like, a Pez dispenser never would have had a voice box. But, like, well, Slinky and, never and had toys, a voice box. So, like, like I don't know Woody, why they, hmm. Woody has a voice box in his back. But he talks without using that. So, like, yeah. if if someone were to cut out his voice box, I think he would probably still be able to talk. Yeah, no, you're right. I so I'm wondering if it has to do with the imagination magic again, like the way they're being played with, uh, like gives them some amount of imagination magic, but not it. But like, they are being played kind. with as like as like art pieces and not as like sentient beings. Yeah. So they like he doesn't can need them around. to talk. Yeah. Yeah. He, in none of those situations does he make them talk. Like he is it versus Andy. That's like, oh, I'm the, I'm the cowboy. I'm gonna come and st- to make sure you don't get away with this. No, that's not true. The nurse, the nurse. He's like, nurse, oh, bring yeah. me your. Oh, you saved him, doctor. Uh, yeah. Shit. Yeah. Oh man, there's something there though. But then it, he does take off that nurse's head. Yeah. Well. Uh, yeah. So if he had left the head on, maybe. She would have had a chance. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Um, I don't know. Woody tries to escape. There's a big dog in the way, uh, and then they like sort of like split up. Buzz and Woody split up. Uh, so like at this point, Buzz 
is this is where Buzz has his big revelation moment. He watches the commercial where like there's Buzz Lightyear toys. Is like, yep. Um, and then there's the I can fly. He can't fly. He can't fly. He he uh, he falls. He has a dramatic moment for like ten seconds, and then uh, Hannah picks him up. Sid's sister picks him up and is like, "I'm gonna play with you now as a doll." Uh, and Hannah plays with them and makes them talk. So it's got yeah. there's something else there that makes them not talk. Um, yeah, I don't know what it is. Maybe it's that they're they're supposed to be traumatized. Yeah, the the, all, the all, mutilated. Yeah, all of Sid's all of Sid's toys are traumatized. Yeah, um, and he wants them to be traumatized so they can't talk. Yeah, um, shit. Versus, um, oh God, what is what is her his her name for him? It's Mrs. Nesbit. Mrs. Nesbit. Oh, such a good character yeah. that he's playing. Yeah. He's Miss Nesbit is drunk and hilarious. <laughs> uh, this like we just create so we, we had a scene where we see the drunk dad and then we like create a drunk Buzz Lightyear. Uh, mm. and that's just like fun. Like this is a good moment. Yeah. It's it's very funny and he's like uh he's like my name is Mrs. Nesbitt and like <laughs> like laughing maniacally and Woody like slaps him with his own arm yeah um, and he says I'm depressed uh because yeah. I can't fly and I can't fly as it turns out and it turns out that I was made in Taiwan and I'm actually just a toy and that makes me worthless because I don't find any value in a toy being a toy right now uh, and that's going to be something that changes. Yes. Um, and so they go to the window, and uh, Woody is, like, trying to find a way across to the other window. He throws uh, this light, these Christmas lights all the way across. It's amazing. This is, this is a fucking robe, for sure. Uh, he is a toy. He doesn't have any muscles. Like he has, throwing that, he I don't know if I could throw to, that across. No, of course you couldn't. Like the, I, I, I could not. The weight, as it gets, as it gets, as it unspools, the weight would become like much, much less. You would have to throw with him an enormous amount of force to make it go all the way across. Yeah, or arc it much higher than he doable. did. Yeah, uh, does not make sense to me, um, but he does. He throws it across, and he's. He, they're like, where's Buzz? He says, Five. give me a hand. <laughs> Buzz throws him his arm. <laughs> uh, as he's wallowing funny. in self-pity. Yeah. And uh, and so he, like, makes pretend with the arm, and it's great. And the others are like, oh, this doesn't seem right. And then he pulls it out, and it's like a horror moment. And they're like, oh, he killed him. He's got his arm, though. A thing I thought here was, like, they know Sid is, like, evil and maniacal. Why did they just assume that Sid pulled his arm off? Like, or Woody could have been like, hey, Buzz is down here traumatized because Sid pulled his arm off. Yeah. It would still be lying. It would still be lying. Lying isn't helping. Yeah. yeah. But because he lied, they're not going to give him a chance to, to explain. Yeah. Um, so they throw that down, and um, he doesn't. He's not able to get across via the uh, lights. Um, and then we have this uh, terrifying um, rocket arrive in the mail. <laughs> yeah. Uh, not for use by children. Do you like my, um, my explosion sound? It was very good. Very good Foley work. Thank I definitely, you. I believed it. Um, 
Oh, hey, actually, uh, excuse me. There is a. Uh, I'm I'm being addressed by the uh, the Academy uh, for another nomination for funniest joke again. That's great. Thank you very much. It's for the uh, the tool time joke. Oh my fucking Thank god! Thank you so much. Are you sure? Oh my gosh! I actually, I you know what? Oh. I think that's that's wrong. I think it was maybe sent to the wrong address because that doesn't. Seem... Yeah, yeah. Let me let me check. This says to. Carrot Top. No, that's not me. <laughs> uh, really? Are you kidding? Carrot Top? What has he done recently? Apparently a tool time joke. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, another tool time joke. All right, that's fine. Here, take this back. <laughs> They're just dime a dozen. Everybody's telling tool time jokes. Yeah, apparently. <laughs> Topical is what it is. <laughs> they, um... They go to they 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 have this like deep discussion about how, uh, like Woody finds being a toy super valuable, right? Like in fact, so valuable that when he didn't get playtime, like he became depressed, and he's like sort of like that's part of why he's mad at Buzz for like not taking it seriously and like the importance of it seriously because like Woody is like like I was super selfish because. Like, it was super important to me, and it didn't seem important to you at the same time, which, like, makes right. it super frustrating for him, right? Yeah. Um, and I think in that moment, Buzz is like, oh, shit, it is important. I should do this thing. Yeah. yeah. No, I agree with you. Um, I think that uh, Buzz being under that little uh, that little milk crate at night uh, is is very uh, an interesting combination of the two because woody is like he's free he wants to go home buzz is just resigned he doesn't care if this is a prison he's just like i'm done i don't care well woody's i've already in the prison buzz is out Woody's oh woody is in the prison you're right it's the other way around yeah so buzz can just can go wherever he wants but he doesn't he's but he doesn't want to yeah he's depressed he doesn't want to move uh he doesn't find himself valuable uh, and Woody's like, but we have I this really this touching moment between the two, where Woody is like, "Yeah, you know, I'm I'm jealous of you because he wants you, he doesn't want me." Um, and Buzz realizes his value. Yes, his intrinsic value as brute a strength. Yeah, and his heart grew three times, three sizes, and uh, together they were able to push all that stuff and uh then the alarm clock wakes up sid and he's buzz blows up and it's sad and it everybody's sad because he just had that great revelation yep um but instead buzz is about to get blown up and woody makes friends and breaks all of the rules so here's the here's the next thing it seems like there's an understood set of rules for these toys Right, yes. it's not it's not just imagination because they're able to talk to Sid, mm. like they 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 have the ability to interact with humans if they so choose. But it seems like an unwritten rule that you're not supposed to do that. You're not supposed supposed to break the illusion for the kid. Yes, there is some sort of toy hierarchy that's keeping that in place. Uh, so so my question is mostly is that through like, self preservation, I'd imagine, right? Because yeah, sure. Because it, it otherwise you get um, you get like uh, what what is that guy that does like the removes ghosts from from girls in in those scary movies? That he's like the exorcist, the, the priest. 
Yeah. Yes, the exorcist. Um, otherwise, you get exorcists in your house, um, and and then you lose your life because all of these these toys are secretly ghosts. Um, oh shit! You think they're all spirits? Yeah. You think they're all spirits sent from Satan? All of them, yes. All of them died in a terrible fashion. Um, and then uh, my question is: If these guys came off of the assembly line, how? First of all, what other rules are there that we don't know about? Other unspoken rules. And second off, who tells them the rules? Because like, or are they just like made knowing those rules? Because it, it, it my, my my thing is, if it's being told to them, it's like you're you're going through the assembly line, and suddenly they're alive and they know who they are, and then this assembly line worker like stares them dead in the eyes, tell no one. I like that visual. <laughs> I like that visual a lot. <laughs> Telling each individual Woody doll. Don't tell anybody. You have to. You got to. You got to keep it quiet. And then that <laughs> that assembly line worker has to sign an MDA, uh, so that he doesn't uh, he doesn't tell anybody that he knows that the toys are alive. This all makes a lot of sense to me. I think this is definitely how it happened. Cannon. Cannon. <laughs> Done. Uh, the the baby doll types in Morse code. Uh, and says, RR, come out in Morse code, which means message received, come out. Uh, okay. Woody has a very elaborate plan already put together uh, for how he's going to, um, like, get them down into the backyard to, like, save Buzz and do, mm-hmm. do it very quickly. Uh, and it involves some shenanigans and puppy uh, stuff and making yeah. the dog leave. And then they like yeah, yeah, yeah. psychologically damage Sid forever. Yeah, for sure. This he's he's done in the art world. He's gonna go on to be like a physicist or something. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, because like he can't. Uh, his his art has literally turned against him. The the like things that he has created. Uh, he has like a psychotic break basically, where like he, like yeah. what he has been making for his entire childhood and like the the way he has been playing. Just like comes back and like like terrifies him. Uh, this is like a from Sid's point of view. This is an awful scene. Yeah, <laughs> he's never gonna be the same. <laughs> yeah, this poor kid. This poor kid. Um, <sighs> yeah, nobody's ever gonna believe him. Nobody's ever gonna uh, believe him. He's like because he's been putting on this act for years, and and somebody when he tries to tell people, oh, it was all an act. And also, these toys are trying to kill me. Well, you've been lying to me for your entire life, pretending that you were this villain, so... I would have believed you about the the toys. <laughs> I would have believed you about the toy thing, but you've been lying to me for years. You've been secretly this insightful artist all this time. Uh, yeah. Shit. Anyway, so, so they get away. They, they get they away. Go. Uh... They Woody show, throws RC off of the back of the moving truck to go save Buzz. Um, <laughs> to them, they're just like, fuck, he's at it again. He's on a spree. <laughs> he's like a murderer. He's continuing to murder. They don't, like, go to look where the RC is. Like, why is he still driving it? They just yeah. assume he's, like, killing it for no reason. He's yelling again. He's, he's killing again. Because he feels like it. Um, and there's just this one toy. Because he was the one, he's at it again. Because RC was the one that told him that he he did it uh, to Buzz. 
Yeah, he's uh, he's 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 taking out his enemies <laughs> one by one. Yep. The, anybody who who turned against me, you were the first one. Um, so they took out RC next. Yeah. Um, no, I, here's my thing. RC picks up Buzz from the dog, makes sure that the dog doesn't get him, and then the dog is chasing RC down the road. I don't think either. This is like okay. This is probably like a really really good RC car because that's like really fast for an RC car. It's like going at least thirty miles an hour, right? Like it's like passing cars. It yeah. is passing cars. It is uh, passing cars. It does. It also has some pretty magical stuff happening where when they throw Woody, uh, it jumps, which doesn't make any sense. <laughs> yeah. So sure. There's there's a lot of fucking rope stuff going on here with this RC. Yes, but more importantly, other people on the road have to see this happening. Like we we've seen cars behind the trail the truck with all of the stuff in it and these like toys walking around be in the back of the truck. There's a car behind the truck when this is happening. Yes. Yeah, so How does nobody if see If this happened now, right? Like somebody would have an iPhone like videotaping it like yeah like snapchatting that like oh my god there's like a pig running around there's a toy pig running around in the back of this truck what's the deal with that yeah but now like it here in 1995 world uh that person's never going to be believed again either so they're just like um let me not tell anybody yeah this is just for me anyway so uh he they've got one match doesn't work um, and then they, uh, they, Woody uses the sunlight in Buddy's helmet, or Buzz's helmet to, uh, to start the rocket. And then he's like, wait a second, after I've lit this, rockets explode. This oh. is the part that we blow up. And he says, not today. He hits the button and his wings ex- pull out. And he and suddenly he knows how to fly. He is actually flying. It's Weird. really impressive. Yeah. Uh, and they they land right in the car, and he says, "Oh, you found them right where you left them." Yep. While Hakuna Matata is playing. Yeah. Right where you left them, right there in that box that you ha- you brought in with you into the back seat of the car. Right, right no there problem. where you left them, because yeah. children are dumb. <laughs> yep. Of course. Um, uh. And then there's Christmas time and their friends and the new room puppy. is like a is like a melding of of space and cowboy, which is cute. Yep, yeah, it's cute. Um, and yep, yeah, there's that's it. And there's, there's some Clint Eastwood stuff on the walls. There's mistletoe and uh, Bo Peep, uh, and yeah, they kiss uh, with a three headed uh, wild mutant sheep looking on, just like yeah. <laughs> I've grown in this story too. <laughs> anyway, that's the end of the movie. So that was Toy Story One. Tony, is there a moral to this story? Yes. Uh, the the real answer, I think, is that the moral is like you know, like friendship and. Uh, being there for other people is more important than like sort of selfishly like it's literally share your toys right like it's like yeah. the the moral of the story is literally share your toys um 
Okay. And and you can take that out to be like be there for other people instead of be selfish for yourself. Um, right. Do you have a better, funnier moral of the story? Yeah. Uh, hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Um, the moral of the story is, uh, you can spread your slinky out all the way. And, and it'll be fine. If you let it go, it'll be elastic, and it'll be really cool, and it'll just, like, yeah. bang right back together. Yep. That's how slinkies work. I think my moral of the story is that uh, that if you are a toy dinosaur, you should just not learn English. Um, yeah, that would definitely put a mysterious sort of, like, allure around you yeah you definitely didn't know where that sentence was going to end when you started it no i did not i was thinking about doing the howdy 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 thing again with the uh (laughs) with the shark (laughs) but i think because i already made that joke i can't do that one again (laughs) because i was like i was like listening to the the wheels turning in your head (laughs) yeah you should just start off not learning english is my thing no no it makes sense it would definitely like make you more mysterious yeah, make you like a, a more interesting dinosaur. Like it's not like not like Andy's out there making Rex talk, right? None of none of Rex's characters that Andy creates are are like a, a bank teller, you know, <laughs> or like a lawyer. It's never that. It's always going to be uh, a, a scene happening between like a husband and wife, and then a dinosaur pops into the room. Um, <laughs> so like. <laughs> uh anyways this has been our 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 comedy podcast about disney movies uh thank you so much for listening uh we do have a couple of things to talk about uh for one i don't know if i mentioned it on the last episode but uh i was on a few episodes of a DD. Uh, advice show for for dms called crit chat i was on two episodes um by all means go check them out they're uh they're a very interesting show and a very cool uh tool with a lot of resources for um for dms out there for D. so check that out um we are also coming up on a few big episodes uh last year we did a shorts episode um we are planning on doing that again with a lot of really cool guests i think it'll be a lot of fun um guests that you may have already heard on this show once or twice Whoa. Um, ooh mystery repeated um, guests here oh, oh odd strange um that's it that's all the the things oh, oh yeah check us out on on facebook twitter and instagram at front porch disney you can like us there um tell a friend you know word of mouth like we always say is the best the best medicine uh, right after comedy and also medicine and right. um so tell your friends Apples. about medicine um and also our show if you feel like it that's cool too and what else what else what else like, you can find us on itunes cool. don't tell them if they're like if they're assholes like we don't want assholes to listen. yeah we want this is a, this is the cool kid train okay yeah. Uh, yeah make sure that you know get it get a feel for them say Hey, what's your deal, man? Are you are you and an asshole? They say because it's like you're an asshole. I'm not going to tell you about this fucking yeah. cool podcast I know about. You say what's the deal, man, and then and then they say something. If they say anything in the realm of like, um, comic books are cool, <laughs> or if they say 
Uh, man, I love Disney movies and Funny Brothers. I um, have nuanced opinions about uh, The Great Mouse Detective. Then, yes, you say, then boy, oh boy, do I have a podcast that you will probably enjoy. Or maybe not. Um, <laughs> then, yeah, you can probably show them, show them our way, but only cool kids. Uh, so you can also find us on iTunes. Um, also on the front porch with us at front porch disney you can find us on itunes uh leave a rating subscribe leave a review all of that stuff really helps us to grow on itunes and that is it i think probably yeah, Tony, do, do you have anything you have anything else or you want to sing i want to sing okay do it you got a friend in me don't 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 you got a friend in me hold on it's getting really southern when the times look <laughs> rough ahead, just rugging around when you're rugging your bed. And I know you got a friend in me. You yeah, you know how Randy Newman. You got a friend in me. <laughs> Randy Newman is like Garth Brooks. <laughs> Goodbye. Goodbye. I to linger here like this. Hold your hand and steal a kiss or two On the front porch with you What does a movie starring Britney Spears, a slasher film centered around Christmas, and a movie where Mandy Moore gets naked and goes into a gross river have in common? They were all made in the 2000s. Guess What You're Gonna Hate is a podcast where I make my friend Janine watch the worst movies of the 2000s and laugh at her. Check us out on iTunes or look us up online by going to hatepodcast.com. I hope you like it, because I sure know Janine doesn't.